0: Shit, let me invite y'all motherfuckers back to the shit that we've been doing, and we're still doing, we're a year in, we're like 36, 37, 38 episodes in, I even fucking did one the other day that I didn't release, maybe because I was a little bit too fucking hammered. That shit is going in the archives, and that shit's gonna be worth gold, I'm gonna re-release that one year from fucking today, and we're gonna talk about it, because that's what we do here, is we talk about things... I fucking spit the shit that i know and i ask questions and i try to get you involved i try to get you to hit me up on twitter live live now follow me on the gram fucking send a goddamn hashtag out on facebook i don't give a fuck what you do tell your friends tell your mom be like i got some new ear kink that you gotta check out because this ear kink is motherfucking addictive Like you got some drippage Like you just did a line 10 minutes ago If you smoke enough cigarettes And you drinking a fucking New Belgium IPA Voodoo Ranger, what's up? What's up New Belgium in fucking Asheville What's up New Belgium out in Colorado What's up Australia Because you bought New Belgium from A top 100 business owner Who happened to be a woman who only owned the business for 20 years And cashed out for a couple billion What's up? Now I'm not trying to turn this into an NBA pod but I am watching the Dallas Mavericks play the fucking Knicks on ESPN on a Friday night <clears throat> Drinking alone down in my fucking You basically can call it my man cave It's actually my dining room But if you come and hang out You can sit at a barstool seat And watch some sports Drink some beer Smoke some guns What's up? We're on cadence tonight uh, yeah, the whole reason for this pod, I had to tell you about, I started a new little little career, I'm trying something new, trying something out, I actually go into an office nowadays, I haven't been into an office for a minute, I had a brief office stint last January, January 2020, through about the end of February 2020, I'm caught the COVID, got real sick, didn't want to go back to work, and hated my job, so I just didn't say anything, and fucking Technically got fired, but really I quit because I will not want to go the fuck back in there. Because I was being sexually harassed by a 350-pound woman who was probably three years younger than me. Not cute and a heavy 350. And how the fuck are you going to explain that to HR? Like, for real, you just don't. You just quit. You don't explain that shit. You don't be like, I don't like this fucking woman, who is my boss, who, how the fuck she's my boss, I kind of get it, but I really don't, everyone made fun of her behind her back, not because she was overweight, or not that pretty, she was an okay person, but she was a little touchy-feely, and she freaked out about everything, when something happened, when anything happened, when email came in that she wasn't expecting, she would freak the fuck out, hands up, doing the fucking jazz hands, fingers fucking moving, and then she would- It and help her and she grew accustomed to it being me just because she probably wanted to fuck she probably did want to fuck someone else before i got there and then i got there and then she changed her mind on who she wanted to fuck and she was going to be the maddest at the motherfucker that she wanted to fuck the most so what the fuck do you do with that you don't do shit with that you just fucking keep it moving right I'm going we'll go on to the next thing. I don't need that shit. I have some other shit that I was trying to juggle while I was doing that shit. And here I am, fast forward 12 months to today. I'm at a new job. And the thing that I want to talk about is how I usually would always just shit in the morning. I would drink a coffee, smoke a cigarette or two, probably two cigarettes, drink my coffee. Within 10 minutes, I'm ready to shit. I go in my bathroom, I go take my shit, and I flush my toilet. Well, here I am. I'm, like, fucking six weeks in on this new job, and I've shut there fucking, like, four days a week for the last six fucking weeks. I don't know why. I haven't shut anywhere. I shut at my buddy's house once in the last, like, five years, maybe twice. I shut at my parents' house maybe once in the last five years. I shitted the Tilda Kilt one time, and it took me 25 minutes to shit, and all those bitches knew I was taking a shit because I told them I had to take a shit, and I was going to be gone for a minute. And other than that, I've just been shitting my house, but I got to this new job and I've been shitting like every fucking day, like random times, like first thing when I get there, after lunch, before lunch, after my last break, shit. I've been shitting all the time. I see so many motherfuckers in there shitting. It's an office with like a hundred motherfuckers, like everyone's taking a shit. doesn't matter when you go in there, there's three stalls, one of the three is fucking taking. because someone's taking a fucking shit. Why are all these people shitting in the fucking office? Why the fuck is that happening? Well... Because it's an office, and you get paid to shit when you're at the office. They cannot tell you, you are not allowed to take a shit, and they cannot tell you to speed your shit up. This is corporate America. This is where we live. This is the USA. Uh, I'm pro-Joe Biden. Joe, let's go. Do some shit. Fuck. But the worst part about taking the shit in there is you know you go in there you fucking take some toilet paper you wipe that seat because you don't trust another motherfucker even though it's an office and someone will probably get called out for pissing on the seat because everyone shits so much you still gotta double check and wipe that shit and throw it down in there you don't want your shit to fucking splash up on your ass and ruin the rest of your fucking day because then you got a wet ass so you don't know what to do about it your ass is wet you probably smell like shit because you just took a shit blah 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 so that's why you throw that shit down there you don't want to get splashed back but anyway, this whole thing, this is not about the splash bag, because you can prevent that very easily with about three handfuls of toilet paper. You throw it in there. It's a big-ass toilet, lots of water going on. Uh, but this motherfucker also sits a little bit low. It's not like you shitter at home that sits at the appropriate height. You're not on a fucking throne. You're not wearing the fucking crown. You're shitting a little bit low because they got to accommodate everybody. They can't get up because their knees are bad, and they're probably a little bit too old to be at work, and they should probably get on Social Security, retire, and then die. But maybe pay the pharmaceutical companies a little bit of money before they die and kind of give some money back to healthcare. care. And, uh, you know, they die, then you pay the death tax and everything you own gets taxed like 50%. Your kids don't get shit. There's no transfer of wealth for poor people. And here we are, fucking America. But anyway, I go off on these tangents. The thing that I really want to get to is that I'm taking a shit at work and my fucking ball's been dripping in the water. I got giant fucking balls. Not gonna lie. My balls are disproportionately big for everything else. Like, I'm not talking like, I look like I got some, like, cancerous tumor hanging on these motherfuckers, but I'm just gonna tell you, we got some wide balls. We got some wide, long, thick, fucking healthy, fucking sperm-producing, obviously, one-night stand, baby mamas turned into kids-type balls. Fucking giant balls. This motherfucker's been, like, they hit that fucking cold water, I fucking, like, flip up, man. Let me tell you. I regret taking, at that point, I regret taking the shit. I'm like, this was not worth it. I could have held this till I got home and where this shit did not happen. Don't need the ball drip. Don't need a little ball of water. And let me tell you this. When, if your balls hit the fucking water, there's also something that happens. Sometimes your shit falls forward and, like, taps your balls and it goes in water. Your balls also go in the wall at the same time. The shit does, and it gets really fucking weird. And you gotta wipe your fucking balls, and you gotta check your balls, because you don't want your balls to have a shit stain on them. There's so many better places for that shit stain to go, and it is not in the crease between the backside of the center of your fucking balls. I guarantee you that. Fucking write that down. And fucking reread it every year. Put it on your fucking mirror in your bathroom on a sticky note and just make sure that that shit does not happen to you because you're motivated and you put sticky notes on your fucking mirror because you're in sales and now you don't give a fuck who you are because you're just an avatar on the phone. You are not a person. You are allowed to do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. And whatever you say, your company has to make happen as long as your customer will pay you enough money to make it make sense that it makes it happen. I think I messed up those last three words, but I okay, you understand me. This is now uh, me being a motivational speaker in sales. Let me tell you, you walk into the office every day and there's three things you have to remember. A, you gotta remember your ABCs. Always be closing, bitch. Be closing that shit. If you're black, you can say just BC. You can just be like, be closing, motherfuckers. Like, skip that A. Shit, asshole, who the fuck are you anyway? Number two. You got to know you can be whoever the fuck you are, which I touched on this point, but I really have to emphasize this point that on the phone, you can be whatever motherfucker you want to be. You want to be Gordon Greco up on that motherfucking phone, you be Gordon Greco and you be sitting in that fucking office with your $3,000 suit and your $500 fucking tie and your $1,500 pair of fucking leather boots. Don't give a shit. You can be that motherfucker. You can be that motherfucker sitting there in a fucking Adidas hoodie with a backwards hat, some weird glasses, your ass cracks a little wet, and your balls are fucking damp with shit. Be that motherfucker. Be that motherfucker on the phone. Because if you're not that motherfucker on the phone, you're not that motherfucker in person. If you're not that motherfucker in person, you're not that motherfucker. But you gotta fake it in the smallest ways till you fucking make it. Let me explain Your customer doesn't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Your peers know what you don't know, but you got a mute button on this phone. So when you get put in a position where you don't know what to say, you can say, boom, mute. Let me put you on hold for one sec. I have another call coming on. You're very important. I will be right back. Give me 15 seconds or less and I'll be right back because this is important to me and you're my number one customer. Just this, this other call is very important. I have to take this call because they're a paying customer. They've got my services. I'll be right back. I want to put you on hold. Click that button. Hit me. Say, hey, Pierce. Shit, I don't know what to say. This is what's going on. I only have five seconds to put this person on hold. What do we do? Every motherfucker, if that motherfucker likes you, if there's, you're in a pod with ten motherfuckers, they're all selling shit, that you're selling shit, you're all selling the same shit, y'all are there to support each other because y'all don't know what the fuck you're selling. Y'all are just trying to make it. Everyone's trying to make their fucking dollar. And if I make my dollar, then I can help you make your dollar. You can help someone else make their dollar. We all help each other out. We all make motherfucking dollars here. We're fucking printing money in the sales department. Let me tell you, that's the way it fucking should be. If your sales department is not printing money, bring me on board. I will teach them how to fucking print money. Pay me 150 grand a year. That's less than I'm worth. I will double that for you and bring some back to the company. So yeah, all that from my balls dripping in water, so uh, do you believe it? Shit. How big are your balls? Cause obviously mine are pretty goddamn big, and if you're not on board with this shit, uh, just grow some bigger fucking balls, man. Man, just to kinda transition in and out of that, I'm still gonna talk about my big balls and where my big balls have got me and why they've come to be the size that they are. It is because I'm married, and we have not been fucking because we've been married. So my balls just keep growing and growing and growing, and these bitches don't stop. Shit. They don't stop. I go, like, two weeks without fucking finally getting off and being like, ah, thank you, Jesus, goddamn, that took way too long. But these motherfuckers, for those two weeks, they just, they grapefruit out. What else you got to say about that man i got these grapefruits it's okay part of the reason why they get so goddamn big is because i happen to share a fucking um investment account with my wife through robin hood and we have the same robin hood app and same password i can see the shit she buys she can see the shit that i buy i don't buy that much shit but i am invested heavily in marijuana stocks cannabis be specific because if you say marijuana you're a fucking boomer I am not, I believe, I am a millennial, you could consider me a Gen Xer, but who the fuck are you? You ain't shit either, bitch. So let me pull up some of these things because I'm just I'm just sitting there. I'm chilling. I could be anywhere. I could be I could be at a track meet. I could be out to dinner. I could be at home. I could be in my fucking man cave or I could be at work. And then I get this little notification on my phone. He pops up. He says, hey, you have just purchased such and such from such and such company. And I'm like, bitch, I know I didn't do that. But I know who did and then I go and I read through the profile of the such-and-such such bullshit that has been purchased For example, let me tell you about the stock B.H.A.T Commonly known as blue hat it is what you would call a penny stock currently trading at a dollar 13 um, It is down negative two point five nine percent just today um, over the last month since I've had it, it is down twenty two percent. Good thing I only own a dollar of fucking that, being down twenty two percent off a dollar. That's like eighty eight cents. That's like a motherfucking rich man just claiming his fucking taxes off, mate. But let me tell you about Blue Hat Entertainment. I'm gonna read to you real quick. This says about Blue Hat Interactive Entertainment Technology is a holding company which engages in the production development, and operation of augmented reality, AR, interactive entertainment, games, and toys. Okay, sounds good so far. AR, not quite VR, but AR will take it. It offers the following AR introductive, interactive product lines. AR racer, AR need a spanking. AR need a spanking? For real? Okay, maybe. We'll see. We'll learn a little bit more about AR and how you give me a spanking. Shit, I'm interested. It's not even my birthday. AR 3D Magic and AR Picture Book. AR Racer is a car racing game with a small physical toy car that is placed onto the user's mobile device screen. It's an actual toy that you put on your phone. Tell me it vibrates. Tell me that's where we're going with this. AR Needs a Spanking is a combat game with a ladybug-shaped electronic toy. Ladybug-shaped would be a head, arms, body, and feet with wings, and it probably has a lot of fucking motion. You can also use it in the shower. And, I mean, that's... That's just kind of all the further we're gonna go into this. You got a little toy. You purchase it. It's real cheap. We, it, this company is out of Hollywood. It is probably owned by a Jewish pervert, something like a Harvey Weinstein type of guy, hustling his fucking stock in this fucking household in the four six eight zero seven. This is why I drink. Volume one. Volume two. Why I drink is a whole different fucking story. I don't want to tell you this, because this isn't the most important thing that I've ever told anybody. It's also not the least important thing that I've ever told anybody. But, the thing that I'm trying to get at, if you've ever been to, like, a big city, like, on vacation, you've just been, like, chilling downtown, walking, like, hitting up the strip, uh, maybe renting a little scooter, maybe you're a little lost, you went a couple blocks off the GPS, ended up somewhere, they really didn't want you to see where it was, but hey, it's still downtown, it's still cool, doesn't matter where it is, right, it's downtown, hey, fuck yeah, downtown, it's where we party, right, well, what's gonna happen, it doesn't matter where you go, what's gonna happen is you're gonna see someone tripping on fucking acid. There's always the downtown. You can't even necessarily claim that he's homeless. He looks homeless, but really he's just tripping. So that could just be any common person tripping on acid out in public. They're going to look fucking homeless and helpless. And they're going to look like something's fucking wrong. But what you do in this situation is you do not judge. You do not cast down your fucking judgments upon them for whatever sort of fucking goodness they're feeling. Seeing those little 3D elves that are talking back to you from another dimension, the DMT elves, the little guys. No, he's seeing that, you're not seeing that, you're just seeing him, it's fine. You see him kind of walking in circles, maybe he's doing a little dance. Maybe he's taking this fucking clothes off in front of your fucking kids and you're there on a family vacation and you got to tell your kids, all right, just keep looking forward and let's walk forward really fast and let's not look back. Let's just get to that block and then we're going to make a left so we can't see anything back there. Maybe that's what happens to you. But the way to save this man's life, because this man's going to jail today. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. He's going to jail today. He might come back out on the same block and do the same shit tomorrow, but today... They just don't let that shit go on anywhere. Anywhere that I've been. I've never been to California. They probably let that shit happen all the time there. There's specific places it can happen. Concerts, Burning Man's, events, festivals, your neighbor's backyard. Not the wrong hotel room, Ryan For Very few will get that joke. Um, If you need to understand that joke, hit me up on Twitter. I will tell you more about why that joke's funny. But if you want to save this poor tripping fucking man who's out there freezing, half naked, balls dipped in the fucking lake, Michigan, up in Grand Haven, all those fucking hoity-toity white fucks up there with your fucking tulips and your fucking um, marinas and your fucking dunes, your beaches. Your motherfucking lighthouses and your casinos and your Indian population that does not live on the coast, even though that's where they grew the fuck up. But you moved into the middle of the state to the hood to get them hooked on drugs and alcohol in fucking Grand Rapids. Those motherfuckers. What you need to do is just hand this poor trippy man a motherfucking, uh, what do you call it? One, of the, You hand him a fucking metal detector. You just hand this motherfucker a metal detector. He can do all that dancing shit. He can do that walking through the grass, walking through the parks, walking through the streets type shit. But if you handed that motherfucker a metal detector, trust me, he's not going to jail because he just looks normal. In America. Bitches. So, shit, I've been real appreciative of you guys listening to my joke. It took a minute to get me warmed up, took me a minute to get there, but just remember, you hand that motherfucker some shit to find some fucking pennies, and he looks fucking sober. Because that's the fucking corporate America that we live in, it's a sad state of America, we're owned by the oil companies, the pharmaceutical companies, we're owned by China, it's official... Um, China kind of put this Brazilian COVID strain together that overcomes the J&J. They don't even say it online. They call it the J&J. It's Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Motherfuckers been getting blood clots, brain clots, dying, getting paralyzed off the shit. We got people online arguing, oh, I only saw eight stories about the J&J vaccine um, injuring people. But we just had eight deaths in Indianapolis by a gun by the FedEx worker in the Indianapolis FedEx office. And uh, it seems like our priorities aren't straight. Because now what we're fucking doing as a nation is we're battling the Brazilian strain of fucking COVID versus motherfucking um, the Second Amendment of rights to bear arms. That's what we're doing. Apples to apples. How many people died? Let's throw the cop thing in there. The cops killed eight people last week. Eight unarmed people. Let's see. What's more important? Pick your side. They all can't be important. You only got to pick your side. The COVID Brazilian strain killing people, eight people, motherfucking cops killing eight people, or motherfucking uh, the trippy fucking uh, hippie kill himself eight times in his mind before he actually dies by drowning in Lake Michigan. Pick your fucking side. Anyway, it's been real i will see you soon it's been a month since i've done one of these but trust me i got a couple more coming i will give you that ear kink your mom will be very turned on so will your sister and probably your brother shit i don't know i'm fucking hot man look at me being all 37 is still still getting it with my dad bod my size 38 32 waist too fucking insane. Uh, My extra large need for t-shirts and they still don't fully cover my belly if I don't stretch right That's where we're at peace out It's been real